welcome back to the show that is burning down Brock Lesnar once again. It's Pro Grapplers. Introducing first, I am cutting YouTube promos to tell you why I should be the next King of the Ring. I am amazing, Jason Ziggler. And my opponent, he is getting ready to have too much damn live wrestling in his life. He is Steve, the shin kicker, Shinny. I don't watch any of it live, so it doesn't matter if it's live or not. That's true. That's, that's, I was. My life doesn't change. My Wednesdays are busy. Like, they're the busiest night of my, my week. And, uh, so I was thinking to myself, man, I'm going to be torn. Do I watch AEW live or, as rumored, do I watch NXT live? Man, which way am I going to go? Decisions, decisions. And I thought, nope, mine's made up for me. I can't watch either one live. So I'm going to have to catch up on both of them on Thursday. (laughs) Damn you. Damn you live wrestling TV. So, yeah. Didn't have to think about that one too hard. Uh, we are here to talk about a lot of wrestling, and uh, s- selectively so. We're not going to talk about everything, because uh, the the week of wrestling, WWE wrestling, uh, leading up to SummerSlam and TakeOver Toronto, and then those shows, and then the week after that, oh my god. And we're also building now towards uh, uh, TakeOver Cardiff, and also AEW All Out, and... I just can't. <laughs> I, I, I need a break. I, it's you just took a break. That's when we're in this mess. Yeah, I know. That's and that's the bad part is that I, I actually wanted to see my family and I wanted to talk to them. So I didn't watch a whole lot. I mean, I watched uh, SummerSlam and T- T- Takeover while I was there, which takes up enough time. But uh, I didn't get any of the network shows watched besides NXT. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm woefully out of the loop on the two hundred five live gentlemen's or captain's challenge or something they're doing. I'd, I've only seen it on Twitter, so I don't know uh, exactly what's going on there. And I don't know where we're going to be when we get to Cardiff because I haven't been watching that show. So I, yeah, I, I didn't even get to watch all of the wrestling and yet there's still too much to talk about. So imagine what it's going to be like if NXT goes live and AEW starts their show as well. Ugh. That's why we love this thing, right? I, I don't know. <laughs> We, you keep saying that. I keep believing you. <laughs> I have to say it because it has to be true. If it's not, this whole thing falls apart. Uh, my my focus uh, this time around is going to be mostly on women's wrestling, which is kind of, uh, it's a good thing, definitely. But it's also kind of ironic slash funny because we're coming up on the time of year when we did uh, Evolution last year. And that was an amazing pay-per-view. Blew everybody away. Uh, top to bottom was a great card. It was just great to see all the women wrestling together. And this year, it doesn't seem like we're doing that. And it's funny because there were so many good matches, uh, focuses on rivalries and uh, the tag titles again, which is my first highlight is the uh, tag title match they threw on the Raw before SummerSlam. And we got the Fatal 4-Way tag match, which is fun. Well, tag team elimination match, I should say. Uh, which is funny because I, as I put in my notes, this is the entire tag division in this match. We have Bliss and Cross, yeah. we have Fire and Desire, the Iconics, and the Kabuki Warriors. That's pretty much it. Yeah, that's okay. It is. I it, mean, like you, you can do the exact same thing with any other tag division. That's that's not quite true because you can find. I mean, uh, you can get guys on oh. Raw that are tag teams that have not wrestled in quite some time, like Ryder and Hawkins and. Uh, the B team, like they, you know, they bring them out of the mothballs for whatever, but th- there would at least be 
I I could probably well okay let's see if we can name eight tag teams on Raw. I just named Zach Ryder and Hawkins and the B team. We've got the the OC slash Good Brothers. That's three. Usos. That's four. I think they're on Raw. I don't remember. Uh, I don't know. It, it's <laughs> scientific tests are incomplete. Yes, <laughs> we're we're still looking into that. They could not go to Toronto, so we don't know. Um, uh, 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 tag teams. Um. Can't count Ricochet and uh, Black anymore. They don't. They're they're not even together. Um, nope. Tag teams. Damn it. Uh, the Revi- the revival. <laughs> are they? They're, they're raw. I think still. So that's five. Um, um, Viking Warriors. Duh. Six. Uh, they're too busy squashing jobbers. They don't. They they can't be in a a title match right now. No, but they still count. Uh, where are AOP? Are they on SmackDown or does it matter? They haven't wrestled in like a First year off, or so. It, it does not matter. Yeah. Uh, I believe, uh, I, I always want to call him Toka because that was the name of Razar's friend in Ninja Turtles, but it's not. Akam. 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 I think Akam's hurt still. Yeah. Akam and Razar, uh, Ninja Turtle villains. They are, uh, yeah, I don't know where they're at. Um, damn, I don't think I can name another one. I, I think I'm out. Yeah, see, so it, it doesn't matter, and this isn't where we want to spend our time. No, that was seven. So the, the, the point is there's, what? That was the five but <laughs> six at least anyways okay uh, in any case so uh, it, this was a good match and i enjoyed it and i appreciate the direction in which they are going yeah i appreciate that they remembered they had the titles they put it on somebody new to maybe give it a little more life um the iconics lost the first fall the, the first elimination so we knew we were going to get new champs which i it's a trope but it's also one that works like that's where you, that's how you get people interested in the match if they're not already that's like okay we're gonna get new champs here that's that's exciting um, I did name Mandy's uh, finisher since she screwed it up. The Project Chump. Uh... <laughs> okay. I, she just laid down Asuka for like the finish and then was like, oh, I'm supposed to. That, that's where I finish. Okay. That, I, I'll do it again. I'll do it harder. I promise. So, so yeah, that, that, that was good to see. Uh, and then they also got to wrestle on the kickoff and uh, defend and uh, remain the tag champions bliss and cross so uh that we're running with that for a while so that's you mean buzz and woody buzz and woody. well it's just buzz there's no woody <laughs> yeah they really missed the opportunity there i don't know why like they're they're clearly I've never doing been so disappointed with nikki in nikki yeah just make it put, fun like give, give her chaps or something yeah but doesn't even that just jeans and a, a vest would have been plenty i think it would have been funny with a cowboy hat but yes yeah sure that would have been that would have been better but like you absolutely could do with less but yeah. I, I actually appreciate the, where they're going with them. It's it's weird. Like we still, this is I think going to be one of those storylines where they put it on for a year, and the whole time we're like, they're going to so and so is going to screw Nikki's going to screw Alexa. Alexa's going to screw Nikki. And we're just going to be waiting for that moment, and they just keep being good buddies forever, and that'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm very glad they're not. They didn't do the obvious thing there and just fought against it and said no. These guys are just friends now, and now they're going to be tag champs, and they're just yeah. That's just what we're doing now. So mm-hmm. my highlight from TakeOver, which is uh, saying something, because TakeOver, unsurprisingly, was an amazing show, top to bottom, uh, was Io Shirai uh, just darkening her soul and taking out Candice LeRae, but not before Candice had the, I think, the best look she's ever had in NXT. Easily. Yeah, that was a really good match. I just, I love... The uh, the fierceness and ferociousness from Shirai and that Larray actually got to you know do things. She's not 
you know, just Johnny's wife anymore. Now she actually gets to be a fully formed female wrestler with motivations and, you know, things that piss her off too. And I, yeah, I, I, every podcast I've listened to has mentioned this. And a lot of them were like, were stone cold. Stone cold was amazed by that match. He loved what he saw from both women. He's like, Io Shirai is going to be a badass. You just watch. And to get that from stone cold is a, that's high praise. Right, and he says that a lot these days, but yeah, it it was a well. Yeah, I mean, he has to because it's his exactly. tagline. But it was a very well charactered match. Like the the character work was fantastic. Yeah, and uh, I Candace kicking out of the moonsault. I think was the best false finish of the entire weekend because the it was the moonsault. Of course, that's going to be what finishes her. And then she kicked out, and the entire crowd was just they were shocked. I was as well. Um. And then I actually liked I, I I thought Io going for the uh, submission was kind of weird because she was being so brutal, but I think the announcers did a good job of selling that like that she was tying up the other arm so she couldn't tap out so she to show that she was you know done she just passed out, so I I like that they you know helped tell that little bit of story that little bit of extra story because otherwise I was like ah eh, submission that's not how you should end this match but I I thought they did a good job calling that and calling attention to that nice little detail yeah it was good it was very good. Uh, non-female highlight is uh, easily my highlight of the last two weeks. There's no question. Was finally getting to see what the hell kind of entrance the fiend Bray Wyatt would have. And my God, did that the deliver. Kappa fest. I, the Kappa it's, it's gone probably. We're never going to see that Bray Wyatt head lantern it, it, again. It only needed but, to be a one-time thing. I think it actually would. I think it would oh, be yeah. as a one-time thing. I think uh, I, I agree. I I think it's it's fine seeing it one time. It was it's kind of it, it it's made more special by the fact that it's now like taken off. I think you can see if you still watch SummerSlam on the network. I think you can still see that moment. But if you like watch it on YouTube, they cut it out, and you don't get to see that part anymore. And uh, some of the other creepier moments. I think they cut out the breaking of the neck, which most likely is not going to also return probably ever again, which again is fun that we got to see it. Cause, see, that, cause like, I mean, that's I, obviously, I mean, it was very good, but that's obviously a gimmick. and It is, but it's also, it's one I don't think you should go to the well with like, you know, Pete Dunn breaking the fingers or people breaking arms or whatever during a match. And they do it like 20 times. It's yeah, just like, okay. It, it, the, no. uh, it needs to be a finisher. That should be his finisher. That'd be a, a great finisher. Yeah. Uh, Pentagon Jr. does the arm breaking thing, and they really protected it. It was basically the equivalent of death in the first season of Lucha Underground, and then they did overdo it. So if it's only done, and then you don't see that person for a week, or not a week, that's nothing, uh, a month or two, then I think it's cool. Yeah, I, I, I think it's, I'm fine with it never, or maybe only happening like, yeah, do it very rarely. It sounds like they're gonna put, bring Bray out mm-hmm. very rarely. Like it's only gonna be a like only pay per view thing, or at least the Fiend will be. So it'll kind of be like the Demon, but also infinitely cooler than the Demon is at, li- at this point, at least. Uh, old Belt Hat needs to think of something new next time he comes back, or it's not gonna have as much impact. Oh, see, I've got, uh, I've got several fantasy books s- solutions to that in my head, where the Fiend and the Demon just fight each other for years. But you know. I'm fine with that, and maybe we'll save that Sounds for the good. Halloween episode. Yeah, that's uh, but I I just love the 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 brutality, the fact that he definitively won that match. Like he barely took any offense from Finn. It was just no, he's 
terrified and uh again the announcers did a good job selling that just like what did we just witness and the crowd chanting that this is awesome or holy shit or whatever it was at the entrance which is not something i've ever heard in wwe i don't think maybe outside of like nakamura uh an old nakamura i should say so yeah and I, I finn coming in just dressed in white just like i don't need to be the demon this is gonna be fine and then after that entrance just thinking I uh, might have misjudged this just a bit. Yeah, yeah, it was it was well put together. So, and the remix of his original theme, and it, yeah, it was just just great. That was, like I said, easily my highlight of the entire weekend. And there's a lot of highlights, but that that was definitely tops on my list. Uh, I also have uh, back to the women. We got the return of Sasha with the good hair, <laughs> with the blue hair. She is back, and she has said, yeah, I'm back, as in NXT back, and you all need to be afraid of me now. And I, I just love that, you know, they do the whole, I'm here for you, Natty, and we're thinking about your dad who, you know, passed away, God rest his soul, and then just immediately before her music even ends, just slugs Natty and is just like, nah, that's not me anymore. Take off my purple wig, and here I am. I'm blue and I'm back. And I just, I, I, again, I just love the brutality. The fact that they, it was like when, uh, uh, Kevin Owens turned at one point and he just did it with just a brutality that was just like, oh, you can't, you can't deny that this man just turned heel. Like there's, there's no question. And yeah, I, what, what did you think? I, I did not expect her to come back, especially not right then at a like sad natty moment, but uh, I, it's cool that Sasha Banks is back. I'm excited to see her wrestle, and I'm excited to see uh, where they go with it. But it feels like they've done this. I don't know. There's been so many heel turns lately, and they've all been the same sort of heel turn. So, I mean, it's fine. It's good. It works. But it's like like you just said, Kevin Owens just did it. So I agree with that. Well, uh, yeah, to some degree, and now he's you know full face because he has to. Uh, take down Shane McMahon. That was definitely not a highlight, and I'm not even going to talk about it because because it should have been a highlight, and they didn't do anything with it. I mean, it was a highlight at SummerSlam because that it seemed like you know the moment where Shane finally got his comeuppance, and then of course that's not no a simple loss be isn't uh, at all isn't comeuppance. He needed to die with finger quotes, and he didn't. Anyway, we we don't want to talk about things we didn't like. Let's just keep talking about something else then. All right. Uh, onward to another female highlight, I believe. No, it's not. I'm sorry. I'm looking at my notes now, and I see that this is not a female highlight because it is two men. <laughs> so, let me check my notes here. Yes, yes, it is two men, not a woman. Uh, Roman Reigns, Buddy Murphy, finally get to tear it down on SmackDown. And uh, a lot of people are saying this is like match of the year candidate, and I thought it was it was, it was very good. Um, but if you've watched Buddy Murphy do anything on 205 Live, you know that this is this is like second, maybe first or maybe yeah, second. Yeah, this was year definitely uh, hey, and... let's not do your best stuff just yet because if I don't know <laughs> if people saw Buddy Murphy's best stuff, they wouldn't like Roman as much. Yeah, so I, it's again not uh, surprising in that regard, but it was really really nice to see him wrestle. It was nice to see him wrestle Roman Reigns, who is self-proclaimed and also 
by every announcer in WWE, the big dog. Like he is, he is the measuring stick at this point. It seems like as far as they're concerned and to have buddy Murphy, take him on and, you know, stand toe to toe with him. And Roman, I think did a great job selling that two that he thought was a three. He's just like, come on, that was two. I, I hit him with the Superman punch. That means that's three. <laughs> I, it's in my contract. Look right here. That's what man told me when I hit Superman punch, I'm done. Uh, and then, you know, afterwards, like looking at him, just like, man, that that guy gave me a run for my money. Uh, yeah, I didn't like it as much as I've liked like him and Kalisto tearing it up at 205 Live or uh, Cedric Alexander or any of those matches, but it's still amazing, great match. More, more, more. Give us more Buddy Murphy. And that leads me into the King of the Ring. This We're going I'm back to the King really of the Ring. Excited about it, Do you remember the King of the Ring? I think they see the the uh, potential in the other tournaments they've done, mostly on the network shows, and they say, okay, that that that's it's a good thing to build a bunch of matches around, especially matches we've never seen, uh, and also we can bring back this thing that you know the older fans will you know hold in high esteem, even though I I don't know that the title of the King of the Ring is actually going to do anything for any of these people. That I, that's also why I think Baron Corbin's going to win it just so he can lord it over everybody. Um, also, where the hell's Baron Corbin been? That's not... I don't care, but he's, <laughs> he's been gone, so... I, I'm, I'm sure he's fine. I'm not saying I don't care where he is, because he could be dead for all I know, and I don't care. That's not what I'm saying. He's He's been gone for two weeks. You don't you can get the face off the milk cartons, Jason. It's okay. Baron Corbin is fine. It's been more than two weeks. It's been since, uh, since he lost at Extreme Rules. Which really only feels like two weeks ago. You're right. It's probably been closer to four, but... Yeah, so uh, I want to run down the, the, the bracket because they did put that out on Friday. Uh, we've got Cesaro Samoa Joe on the Raw side. We've got a Ricochet-Drew McIntyre match. We've got Cedric Alexander, Sami Zayn, and The Miz and Baron Corbin. How about you, but all those are matches that I want to see. Mm, but not matches I want to see in the first round, Cesaro Samoa Joe. I mean, I really yeah. have hopes, had hopes of either of those, like this being really good for both of those men and they could really make it to like the, the semis and one to the finals. Like that's that I'm boo, boo, <laughs> I'm booing the booking of that. And both of them could really like, I don't know. They, they're both very reality based physical smash mouth wrestlers that could really do well in a in a tournament setting and they both have been jobbed out a lot yes i i also uh since you're talking about in that regard ricochet drew mcintyre is disappointing because i want both those guys to continue as well like i want drew mcintyre to finally be what he was created to be basically and uh his uh, uh match with cedric alexander where cedric sold the uh, uh, the Claymore, like nobody has before, and made it look like the most deadly finisher in all of WWE. That was awesome. So, I I would love to see. I, I, yeah, I either one moves on. It's great, but I would like for both to move on because I I want both exactly. more things for them. And meanwhile, so. you've got Cedric and Sammy in a match that I couldn't care less about. That's how bad Sammy's booking has been now. I yeah. I I can uh, until he does the. Either the face turn and joins Kevin or joins, uh, I don't know. I don't know what you can do to save him at this point. But it, it Well, I think you sad. start by giving him a win. 
Yeah, if he, like he wins, he fought, yeah, win the tournament, Sammy. That's the only way you're gonna. Oh, no, no, no. That's what you do. You have him win the tournament against Kevin Owens in a screw job. Then I'm in, because Kevin Owens is on the the other side, right? So they meet in the finals, and it's the the re- redo of the as good as the Rock uh, heel turn one back in the day. That would be that would be something. Yeah, if you look across the aisle at uh, SmackDown, you see uh, the matchups there. Yeah, they could lead to some very interesting, uh, easily booked rivalries coming to a head. Uh, we've got Owens and Elias, which is not surprising because they've been butting heads because Elias is Shane's boy. But he's also a twenty four seven champion right now, so that could play in. He may he may lose his that title and also lose the match, and you know Elias loses everything and Shane gets pissed off. If he keeps the title till that match and Kevin Owens beats him, is Kevin Owens? the 24 seven champion. You can't say we're not defending it because this is, this match is part of 24 and seven, sir. That's not, well, you can say that, but also they will also say that those, that rule is suspended during this match. That's what they do now. So that that's what they will do. He he could lose it right after. And that would not surprise me. So he loses, you know, again, he loses the King of the ring tournament and also loses that title. So he's just incensed on behalf of Shane McMahon, who is the most important person in the world right now. Uh, I don't know if you saw the YouTube video that I linked. Uh, actually, I think it was a Twitter video, but it was Elias defending his championship in the studio, in the recording studio, versus Drake Maverick, who disguised himself as a bad piano playing, playing uh, accompanist. <laughs> he wore a bad that's wig. That's what he does that's, now. I mean, that's, that's really all you need to know about now. him. Fake yeah. wigs and fake boobs. Yes. The Drake Maverick story. Basically. Um... Another one that's disappointing is Ali and Buddy Murphy because, again, I want both those guys to continue, but that match is going to be super dope, and I hope they just pull out all the stops and leave SmackDown just – their mouths are literally – jaws are literally on the floor the rest of the night. That would be awesome. Uh, Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin, which is funny because everybody compares Chad Gable and Jason Jordan to Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Haas. So that's a that is a uh, that is a chef's kiss. Of a matching matchup there. Um, not to waste of two jobbers that could be put somewhere else. I'd... Chad Gable is not a jobber. He's on. I mean, he's on two hundred five live mostly now. But he's... he shouldn't be a jobber. Is he treated and booked as a jobber? No, not currently. He had a, a really good match with uh, uh, actually two matches with uh, gentleman Jack Gallagher. Gallagher. Yeah, that's on two hundred five live. That's a different show. That's a different universe. Uh, you're not wrong, but. Shut up. <laughs> and Apollo Crews and Andrade rounds out the SmackDown side. So, I mean, this is the why aren't you paying more attention to the mid card? This is where all the dope wrestlers are now uh, tournament. I'm sad that Aleister Black doesn't get a spot, but I, nobody's knocked on his door since before SummerSlam. So he's, <laughs> he's stuck. So th- this is the other one that I would like to have win is uh, Andrade just so that we can have like a repeat of king boca with uh with his wife but have uh it be selena vega with a, a queen crown and all and a scepter and all that stuff there's a lot of cool outfits she could wear i book for selena vega outfits now that's that's a good way to book i also fantasy booked uh why alster black has been stuck in a room for uh forever is because you know i, I think he and vega got married more than half a year ago or whatever but they're they're just they're just doing it constantly <laughs> in the back and so this is a way to get him like a quick little like minute long promo she does her little thing with andrade if she has to which she mostly does on raw now and they could just be in the back just you know hiding in that room just doing it the entire time 
<laughs> they are they are both very nice looking people, so I could see them. This isn't actually fantasy booking. This is definitely a fantasy for you. That's but it's true. Not fantasy yeah, booking. that's right. Yeah, yeah. Get that fantasy book out of my head. It's a filthy book. So that that's uh, outside of AEW, which is. Uh, he's still gearing up. Got got all the videos. Apparently, they announced that being the elite will not end when uh, the show starts on TNT. So we'll still be getting the YouTube show. Uh, I, I kind of wonder if they'll replay at least parts on that live show so people know it exists and like the new fans and they can go you know watch it on sure YouTube and catch it, up yeah. with all the the silliness. Uh, that's where they announced. I think it was on being the elite. It might have been one of the other shows that they do now road road to all out or whatever. Uh, they announced orange Cassidy coming to AEW officially. I, I, I I know who he is. I keep watching more orange Cassidy matches. This guy's my new boy. Yeah. I, I, I I get it, but I also don't get it. So yeah, it's amazing how he's made it work. He, it's different every time, but it's the same. It's, I don't know. That's indie wrestling to to me. It's, it's different, but it's the same. Um, and yeah, all out on the thirty first. I will definitely be watching that at some point. I probably won't watch it live, but um, their TNT show launches uh, the same week. I think SmackDown moves, so I think it's October second, and then SmackDown's October fourth. And they're doing another big reunion show for SmackDown that week, uh, which is not surprising. Uh, they're apparently trying. Uh, they they're dumb, but they're massive ratings grabs. So it 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 works and deal with it. It's gonna be Friday on SmackDown on Friday. You're not gonna be watching it anyway, so don't worry about it. Okay, I'll tell you what happens. Um, and uh, yeah, EW's selling out their TNT shows so far. I I think that they've the first one's in DC that was sold out. Boston and Philadelphia, I think those are all sold out now. So, yeah onward and upward for that promotion and yeah I'm, I'm excited for the rivalries that they're building and the way they're building them and uh the videos various youtube things that they're building them with so not not excited about watching another wrestling show during the week but uh excited to see what they do with it and hoping hoping everybody has success everybody wins when we have wrestling success and you win because you listen to an episode of Pro Grapplers. We thank you for doing so. If you like this episode and like this show, you can listen to it whenever you want. You can subscribe. That way you make sure you get it every time it comes out. Right now it drops on Mondays. That may be changing, but if you subscribe, you will get it whenever it comes out. You can do so on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts. Please leave us a review if that's possible. If you like this show, you can listen to our voices on a couple of other podcasts. You can listen to us on Digital Strips, the preeminent podcast for webcomics on the planet, and that drops on Thursdays. You can also find us on Today I Learned Nothing. Ever want to have something funny happen to you and you want to tell the entire internet? That's what we do in that podcast, and it drops on Fridays. You can follow us on Twitter, at PGrapplers. Individually, I am at the Jason Sigler. And I individually am at Idahobo. Talk at you next week on the greatest podcast in the history of our sport. I'm amazing Jason Sigler. And I remain Steve the Shinkakershini. We are preparing for a Saturday to remember here on Pro Grapplers. Pro Grapplers.